This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. When you need help or advice, you turn to your parents or a trusted friend for help. So why go outside of Virginia, your home, when you need car insurance? Abra Insurance gives you individual attention and won't turn your way no matter what your driving record looks like. Giving same-day personal service in the state of Virginia for over 30 years. Abra Insurance, 979-0814 is the number. AbraInsurance.com is the site. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. You know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door's supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. Apparently, Blog Talk uh, switchboard is down again. It was down yesterday, too. Might the black Blog Talk radio's eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what's going on, so I can't do a live damn show for people to call in, but I could talk to y'all and do a live show like this. Uh, Blog talk is acting up, man. It pissing me off. It messed me up yesterday, and I adapted. But damn it, I was ready for a live show today, man. Gosh, oh my. Just look, look, let me show you. Look at that. Look at that. Won't even connect. Come on, man. See, that's what I'm dealing with right now. See, I had a show all ready for y'all. Goddamn. Blog talk radio, man. I'm about to, I'm about to lead this company. I'm, I'm going to find another platform and let you do online calls and stuff like that is yeah they down though i'm gonna I'm I'm end up switching i'm gonna switch and then we're gonna get it popping on another with another company i'm about to cancel them you know like nino cancel the 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 chick that was crying over him you know i buy me another one so we got to do it this way man it is what it is. Got to get back to the essence. So you can't call in. So you got a view just like this. You know what I'm saying? Hey, sometimes, man, they do look at your title and then they be hating. But it is what it is. I wonder if I could, I wonder if I could do it from, nah. I don't want to do it from my phone. I wonder if I could connect from my phone. But yeah, man, so I want to talk about the, the, uh, 
I want to talk about the Fair Play Act, man. The Fair Pay to Play, whatever, whatever. The, the California bill. I call it the likeness bill. And I want to see why people really got issues with student athletes having the rights to their likeness and image. I don't understand why people have an issue with this. I don't. That's why I want I wanted folks to call in because some people can articulate better than actually typing. And I get that. And that's why I wanted to do the live show. Um, he said he has some stuff to say about the Dallas Cowboys. Damn, man. Um, let me see if I can find. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna keep talking, but I'm gonna see if I could do it a different way on my phone. If I could just do it over my phone and just put everybody on speaker, then I, you know, it don't make me no never mind. People still get to hear y'all. Uh, got a lot to say about Sunday night. Yeah, I ain't even like, man, I've been so consumed with college football and making sure all my info right for college football. I don't have nothing professional-wise. Like, I got film I got to review for, like, the Eagles and stuff that I ain't looked at yet. But, man, I don't even know what to tell you, you know? I really don't. Let me see if I can do it on my phone right quick. Let me see. Let me see. Can y'all hear that? It's ringing. Why is Jason Garrett never, never getting any blame? Cal, what's up, man? Yeah, blog talk not, not working, man. Come on, blog talk. Look at that. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to end up leaving blog talk. This is my last day. Yeah, it's my last day with them. Two straight days of the server being down. I can't get jiggy with this. I got to go. So I'm going to switch to a different different provider by the next live show. Y'all can believe that. Um, Teray, what's good with you? Bro, long story short, Gary got outcoached badly. Yeah. And Jerry blaming Kellen Moore, who's a first-year coach. Nathan, what's up? So here's my thing. I think we all, you know, just going into the, the Cowboys Saints game, I think we all knew that Sean Payton would outcoach Jason Garrett. He's a better coach than Jason Garrett. I think we all knew that sooner or later, Kellen Moore would struggle as a first-year OC. So we knew that was coming. And also, we know how Jerry get down. Jerry's a grimy dude. So none of that surprised me. Like, none of that what you said surprised me, uh, Blaze especially Jerry's standpoint, because Jerry does that. He, he feels like he's going to challenge you in front of company and that's going to drive you to be great and things of that nature. Um, Jason Garrett has naked pictures of, of his owner because he got so many lives. I don't know what's going on. Between him and um, Marvin Lewis, they're the two coaches that basically get to stick around with mediocrity. I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. Uh, Douglas, what's good with you? Yeah, Blog Talk definitely got to go, Blaze. I'm switching for them. So when we finish this right here, 
I may go, I'm, I got to look up some, some different, you know, online companies and they're going to get my bread. I've been giving blogs on my bread for like two years and it's been, eh, it's been shaky lately and I can't afford shaky stuff. You know, anchor.com, anchor FM, definitely glad I, I switched my platform on to them. Um, Podbean is still legit. Of course, Apple Podcasts, I mean, you know, that's just a, a, a regular partnership, but you know, since I switched to Anchor, from I guess that's what it is. Blog Talk probably mad that majority of all my podcast episodes are on Anchor now, and also Spotify. But Spotify will block a podcast that has advertising on there unless you know they provide the advertising. So that's why if you are a follower of my podcast on Spotify, you will see a lot of them are missing because if I have an ad from Anchor that they're paying me to put on my podcast, and Spotify would exit so that's why you won't see a lot of my episodes on spotify but apple will make sure they put all of it all of them up there um one of my words we will always come on short as long as he's our coach yeah you're right jay gruden gotta go yeah it's time for jay gruden to go in um washington and he's a dear friend of mine's but you know business is business um you you need to overhaul everything with the washington redskins you, you truly do um just not a good franchise. It's not. It's ran poorly. It's being coached poorly, and the players are playing poorly. Um, Haskins, I knew he would fail when he got into the game. Do you want to put him in? Absolutely, you want to put him in because you want to, uh, you know, give him some growing pains. But it amazes me how folks was like, "Oh, he got in the game. Look, he threw three picks. Look at the look at the Redskins, bro. Like, he's not going to succeed." I mean, I'm not. I'm not knocking anybody that's getting paid to play receiver. With the Redskins, but when you put it on the same scale as other professionals, that receiving course isn't like that. Now, I like Harmon from NC State. I thought he was a good pickup by them. But when I'm talking about professional players, I'm not dissing them saying they trash, they shouldn't be in the league. Basically, what I'm doing is critiquing them on the same line as other professionals in their field. And when you look at the other receiving courts that's in the NFC East, even with Golden Tate and Shepard and New York, I'll take them before what the Redskins got. That's just me. It's like the Redskins don't got nothing. They don't got nothing. They don't. They don't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, man. But, but back to this fair pay to play. It looks like uh, – who is this? Uh, was it, I think it's Florida. Florida is on tap to, uh, to jump out there next, I believe. Yeah. So they proposing the bill. California just passed the bill. I think Florida is going to try to do it. It, It's some other states that's trying to do it as well. Um, as you guys know, I've been a proponent of this for a long time. Um, that, I would love for student athletes to own their likeness and their imagery. I feel like they should be able to do the same thing as a a regular student that's on scholarship. Like you should be able to make money outside of your sport. I truly think you do. I don't know why we're capping an athlete on what he can and can't do with his name. I I don't think the NCAA should have any power over that. That's the conveyor belt. You know, like you're the racehorse and we're just going to give you 
this bag of hay and that's it, no matter what you do. And a lot of people are saying where guys won't get paid. Like you, you see people that say, well, I want to make sure everybody get the same pay. It doesn't work like, like, I'm sorry. It doesn't work like that. It really, it really doesn't. Life doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. If you go to college to better yourself and, and to better uh, set yourself up for financial gains once you get older, we all know everybody doesn't get paid the same in big corporations. If you own a business and you pay your workers, everybody doesn't get paid the same. So I just don't understand why everybody runs with this narrative. Well, we got to make sure everybody's paid the same. What? This likeness bill allows a guy like a Johnny Manziel who was at Texas A&M and had a top number two jersey. And apparently they had his name on the back and they were selling like hotcakes. And to one of his representatives or somebody that knew him was like, wait a minute, you got his name up there. And he ain't getting nothing out of this. And then they, they 86 it. Um, and, and also, if you look at like Terrell Pryor's situation, how he took a jersey that was his, it was his jersey, exchanged it for the cost of a tattoo, and the NCAA stepped in and told him he wasn't in his right to exchange his jersey for goods. Like y'all, I mean, y'all, come on, man. Let's take a step back. Let's take out the envy. Let's take out because you paid for college and you're in debt, or you think athletes got to, you know, get got it made and they spoil. Let's take all that out and just look at it from what's right and what's wrong. Is it really right for the NCAA to say we give you a scholarship? So that means you can't do nothing with your name, but we can. We can. So if you receive a bowl ring, you can't exchange that ring for money. If you get your jersey, you can't exchange that jersey. If you're hungry, it used to be a rule, but your family friend couldn't pay for you or lend you a car. They didn't change those rules a little bit, but it just amazes me how it seems like there's a lot of resentment and envy towards student athletes. That they that people always say, Well, I paid for college. I don't think it's fair. I, I did like everybody got a different story. Everybody went through a different trials and tribulation, man. But we gotta stop always including what we went through to make sure the next person don't get what they deserve. That's just me personally. So you see a lot of these coaches jumping out there. Yeah, and I saw what Barry Alvarez said at Wisconsin, how he want to take the, the Cali schools off his schedule. We talk about a dude who's a millionaire, who gets paid millions at an institution to coach and not teach as well. Nobody's knocking coaches that get – like. A coach can can make millions upon millions, get fired, still have to be paid, can go to another school, don't have to sit out a year, continue to work because they're an adult, and that's the conveyor belt. And everybody's comfortable with coaches bouncing right to left, left to right, sitting out a year, still getting paid because it's in their contract. But a player can't transfer from said university and play right away but they and, and those same players are are, are said to be uh, you know spoiled or 
not sticking it out or having a tantrum because they couldn't get their way. Like, how many times have we, as working class folks, and I just I just stepped into this working class field, so I'm still young to it. But you worked at a job and you felt like you weren't getting your work and you went to another job. So when you quit that job, everybody is applauding you for quitting and elevating yourself because of your new salary, right? You're being treated the way you want to be treated. Nobody's saying you a quitter, you spoiled, you don't think things. Like, nobody's going to demonize you for going from one job to the next. So why do we do that to young student athletes who leave one young university to the next? That thing about their future, they have every right to move about the cabin the way they want to. The athlete has every right to own them, their likeness. And people are so skewed at looking at the school as paying these. This, this bill is not about the school paying players. It's about a player being able to use his walking business, which is himself, go up into a mom and pop shop and be like, hey, do you want me to advertise your products? I play football. I'm in front of all these fans. I do interviews at the game. I do interviews during the week. We got Instagram stories, Twitter followers, Facebook followers. I'm a brand in college. I can help you generate traffic for your business. There is no middleman called the institution anymore. It's just me and use. What's the issue with that? What's really the issue? Capitalism makes it one, so the war, the proof. Oh, Marcus, how many collegiate athletes have to take out loans to just eat and pay rent? That's another thing. Thank you, Cal. So scholarships, right? Yes, scholarships pay for school. Yes, scholarships. Some scholarships pay for school, book. So boarding, class, books, meals. Some scholarships, not all scholarships. A full grand aid, pay for all that, right? Then you have your plus dollars. You get your little uh, per diem if you, you know, when you, you got a home game, away game. So you practice, go to study hall. You might be hungry. You get your plus dollars. You young. You never manage money. You run out of those plus dollars. Or you're just a grown person, fast metabolism. You run through those plus dollars. You don't got no money. You can't work because your job is to play your sport and then maintain your academic standing so you can be provided that free scholarship that was, you know, I think that's like a that's like a government aid. It's a it's a financial aid. So in the long run, there's some loop, something in the in the works that you can get some back for those aids. I'm I'm not gonna not gonna get too much into it. Um, but schools have a marketing department for a reason. You see them before a career coach, uh, financial aid, financial aid, exactly. Rob, hey man, hey Rob, if you want to, man, you could you could just call my phone. I could put you on speaker because I know you got a lot of jewels you want to drop since blog talk is is BSing. Um, uh -huh. but yeah, man, I just I, it just amazes me how a lot of folks who don't like the pay to play act are actually older people. 
They don't like the new change. They, they hate change. Older folks hate change. The younger generation applaud it because they think differently. But all the folks that's my age and older hate this. They hate it. Majority of them. I'm not saying all. But the majority of folks, I'm 40 years old. Majority of people that's 40 and above hate this. Hate this. They hate it. Why? Because they couldn't reap that benefit. That's the old stigmatism. That's the mentality. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get to reap the benefits from this, so why the hell should I applaud and want the next generation? Like, it's selfishness. It's envy, man. I'm telling y'all, it's just envy. And some people just don't want to admit it. We, we all are envious to this. Stop apologizing and explain things to people who can't or haven't done what you do. The decision is the players, no one else's. Ma, don't sugarcoat this starting in 1906. School pays nothing. It's financial aid. No, no, call my phone, uh, Rob. Call my phone. Call my actual cell phone. I just put you on speaker. I could make over 2500 with a child, bro, and I worked third year and got audited. Oh, I got some jewels for you. You never heard a school or a coach say what a scholarship is paying for a player. It's a reason for that. Yeah, darn you, man. Um, unfortunately, blog talk is down. I may just message you. Darren, I'm gonna just message you my my number too, man. So because I know because you always call in. If you got something you gotta get off your chest, I'll let you just call my regular self and I'll get it done like that. Um But here's here, here's what it boils down to. You ever read the forty million dollar slave? Have you ever read that book? Go read that book if you haven't. There actually actually is an auto book on YouTube. You don't have to pay nothing. Just type in forty million dollar slave on YouTube. This rock right here. What up, rock? Rock. What up? Us. You got, so you just called my phone. I just got you on speaker, so Facebook is still here. Merge your call with rocks. Hey, rock, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, go ahead, keep going. Yeah, and that's what's been holding us back in life, man. Uh, when we see an opportunity to get a bed or to Somebody say is what crap? I'm supposed to be in the bucket. That's not the point, you know. 
we got to start knowing how to see the opportunities, how to take wins and be happy for each other as a whole. Well, we won't even come together with people being murdered in the streets. We'll disagree on what he should have or should not have been murdered instead of being all together and upset. Hey, that's not right that this young man, this young woman was murdered. It's not right that young men are going out here slaving and putting all people, yeah, I'm using the word slaving. People go, ah, that's not slave. Yes, it is. Slavery is when someone does our work and you make the money off of their efforts. That's what NCAA sports is. These kids are not making any money yet. People are making billions with the B, not millions, billions with the B off their uh, labor. Add that T to it. It's actually yeah, trillions. Yeah, it's so, trillions. So, how can someone be upset that these kids will now start to get their likeness? And then, like, I just, when I heard you, what made me call was when you said the coach was talking about not fair the teams in California anymore. And now that's funny. The, t- the top 25 coaches in America in, in uh, college football, 24 of them white. <laughs> now, 24 of them white, and they making tons of money, yet we still send our kids there. And I understand because I argue with a, a teammate. I'm from Black College. You went to WI. Yeah. Now, I argue with them all the time. Right now, my son was going to college, and he had the uh, ability to go pro. I'm going to send him to a PWI over HBCU any day because I know they're going to give him a better shot coming from a PWI. But if he was just a student, I'd send him to a HBCU all day long. So we got to change certain narratives. We got to make things to where it's better for our kids like this. Could you imagine if we could get all our black athletes at a black college that would be awesome football? You see what I'm saying? It'll, it'll force the TV uh, stations and stuff to come watch what all that talent is. But that's too much like, right, we know we're not going to do this. So if the better solution is to give these kids the money for their likeness and let them choose what school they want to go to. There's nothing wrong with it. That's fact. What you, what you got, Rob? Uh, you already know. So, uh, first thing I'm going to say is uh, I want to address Barry Alvarez real quick. So, no one's talking about this. He's saying he's not going to schedule teams in Florida. This ruling, in, you know, not only in California, but in Florida, and Bills and Tides in Texas, New York, as well as Pennsylvania, is coming down the pike. For a man who coached at Wisconsin since at 1992, and won two Big Ten titles, never skipped the national championship. He goes in the living room and speaks about how he's not willing to have players to pay on schedule. The fact that the money that Wisconsin made off the backs of players that mostly like to image couple players that transferred, J.J. Watt and Russell Wilson, he had no part to that. One guy, it coach Ron Day, his career didn't work out really well. So, again, talking about business being business. If I'm an athlete, I'm looking at my best business decision to go play for a school. What has Wisconsin Barry Alvarez ever done for anything that dictates to me how I need to go take care of my life and my family's life. I'm going to go get that money right now. If Jonathan Taylor was had the same opportunity, I guarantee you would not be playing as a kid from Jersey in the state of Wisconsin right now. And so the fact of the matter is the people that get issues about what's what, let's not make it personal. It's business, and this is what business is. Anybody that's going to work today or tomorrow, they get a check the next day. They come home, they're going to spend it the way they feel like spending it. They're going to do what they feel like they need to do. If they don't feel like that check that they got is enough, they're going to go find something else. Because these athletes, again, regardless of the fact, these revenue generators, these risk takers, again, 
a, a coach like DJ Dirk can get a kid killed but get the offer a job by Nick Saban out there the next week and somebody can say wrong time. The fact of the matter is, again, this whole system from 1906, as you know, when it comes to the NCAA, which is started. Yeah. If you think a program that started in 1906 and hasn't changed and has no oversight, it's a reason why the NCAA doesn't have a face to it. Which nobody understands, and I keep telling people this, and I want it really, really clear to your listeners what a scholarship is. A scholarship is nothing more than financial aid. The poorer you are, the more of financial aid you get. Then the university kicks in, which remains. Where did they get their money from? Boosters and the money that the kids generate. So I don't want to hear about Title IX. I don't want to hear about what about the volleyball team. If you go to your job and you provide a service and you generate the revenue, you're going to get a raise, you're going to get a promotion. That's how the world works. You talk about college, again, for all the people that say, well, I couldn't afford to go to school, I get free books and tuition. These kids actually, the reason why your tuition is less because of what they're doing, because they're not paying them. When you see Big Ten, um, Jim Delaney, who left the Big Ten Conference Commission this last year, before he left this year to get another guy in, he's got a nice, fat $20 million bonus at the end of the year for doing what? What the last one the Big Ten even snipped the national championship? So I don't want to hear about what people feel. The game of the day, for someone who plays a sport in high school, college, and pros, I don't need to explain to you why this is not making what I'm making. You have no right to tell me how to go about my life and my business and what I want to do. Mm. I have to earn a particular and 9, 10, 11 years old, like any other uh, pianist or flute, or when these kids go out to uh, to these, these TV shows and Steve already got them jumping around and people jump up and down <laughs> and sing and they're happy, I don't need anybody complaining about saying, oh, they're so young. But again, this is a game that literally benefits the entire world. Like you saw my Johnny Manziel, and I'll give somebody else another nugget. So, similar to what I got did, people know about Johnny Manziel, he was kind of the first one who did um, Johnny Manziel, I believe, LLC, when people started doing this. So, yeah. anything, you could have a business in college, you just can't collect revenue at that time. Protecting your intellectual property and likeness, the image is something that all athletes would do, but they don't realize that they give you this paperwork for the NLI when you first get to the school to get you to sign those rights away. So essentially, like I said, every person in the United States of America and abroad, if you go to Google right now and put any player your favorite players in that went to college, there's somebody selling and making money off of them. So they've been doing it for years. And the only reason why, like I said, again, this happening now because everybody that's an athlete realizes that. NCAA can't tell the players that they can't have their likeness and image and, and not make money, but yet tell every Joe Blow you can't do it the same because the NCAA is making money off them. That's the point. So anybody but you, anybody but you and your family. But guess what? Guess who signed that document? The kid in the family. Yeah. <laughs> this could have been stopped a long time ago. So I'm not even proponent about the actual likeness and industry that I was born with that. My name was given to me by my father and my mother, not by you, NCAA. Mm. Don't tell me what to do with it. At the end of the day, Barry Alvarez, who got that talk, that talk. See what happens when those four stars and five stars goes to play in California. But Tex, I guarantee you, he's going to be collecting an unemployment check. Because there's nobody paying to come watch Wisconsin in zero degree temperatures when two games in the middle of nowhere to play in a big, big 10 West and it never been good. And yet, in the day, you're going to tell me who you're not willing to schedule. What makes you kids from California four or five that want to play in Wisconsin? Mm. We the schedule we got. So, like I said, I understand what they try to do. And I said, I'm not even taking this personal. This is this. That's why I said, I don't care about Alvarez saying no disrespect, but unless you in that circle that actually kid and family, those kids don't say to care less what you say or the coaches say or what I say either. Yeah. It's business. It's my mind. It's my right. 
If you don't like it, do something else. But I guarantee you, half the people that's complaining about these kids getting paid are going right to the gambling hall or the, the or DSI or FanDuel betting on these kids. They got another <laughs> I, I don't want to hear it. And like I said, a, a last point is, is that when we talk about the actual pro game, what's going to happen with these sports traffickers, and that's the whole point, sports traffickers, when you got kids from poor neighborhoods, specifically the SEC was going to be affected the most. When you got a grandma and a, and a, and a grandpa was raising a kid with a second grade education, when somebody comes in like Nick Saban says scholarship, like I said, financial aid, you can't get no toward any people. But when they hear scholarship, they think, oh, he's about to give me something. No. That's you get that based on the government. The government gives money to all 501 universities, subsidies. The more poor kids that go to that school, the more money they get. And then taking those same poor kids and putting them to work and bringing money back to the school. Hey, tell me this, If if the numbers were, if the percentages was changed around, if the majority of these kids that dominate college football were white, do you think it would be an issue? Again, you, you, yeah, I, I, I try to stay away from semantics when it comes to business, and this is why. Because, again, the whole structure of sports in the athletic realm of what you want to talk about, like I said, going back to 1906, when segregation and things like that were the way it was, and then even when you talk about football, about how you talk about what positions actually call the defense and offense, quarterback, middle linebacker, left tackle, even going into today about which positions get paid more based on who's behind the center in most scenarios. It's always been structured that way. So the reality was, again, you got Christian McCaffrey, that's an outlier right now as a Caucasian running back in the National Football League, but going back to me and Ahmad today, when you talk about Jason Seahorn being a DB, it just went, it's going to happen. So, so when you talk about those scenarios with basketball and football, it was never going to be the opposite that way. This whole system was set up to keep those that had not in a situation of always chasing their tail. And when a few get the little bit of crumbs that they got, it was made to believe through TV and TV and rings and hats and T-shirts that you are now accomplished something. Meanwhile, you ain't the one with the broken neck and back and the, and the injuries that the school didn't tell you the truth about or the ones that in the NFL right now with CTE can't collect a dime do the same thing where the commissioner making $50 million with his whole family with life insurance and, and a private jet. This is what it all boils down to. It's about taking these kids when they're younger, not understanding who they are and their worth, and continue to move them down that line. When you get kids now to make money, those same star kids make money, they're not going to be so quick to take an agent up front buy money or so-called marketing advance and now push them towards the financial advisors investors that's going to rob them blind. Why? They not have money in the ways to sit back and understand what they got going on. You can't control where these kids go now. You can't speak to them in a situation where they go straight down the same line the way they always have. I said a few years ago, before technology, how do you think all these players got, the agent got these players' numbers or these high school, these college coaches? It was filtered through. This is what this is. You're giving kids now and these families an opportunity to change their lives earlier, which means they become more educated, which means they can do things, do things differently. That means I don't have to play till I'm 33 years old with my leg falling off or my head being knocked off. Or Gronkowski, I got nine concussions. If I'm earning what I need to earn as soon as I'm able to earn it, like I said, I'm talking about LaMelo Ball. Everybody's screaming about LaMelo Ball, how bad you never heard LaMelo get in trouble off the field. So now you mean to tell me one man who nobody seems to like got two players, two sons out of three in top five in the NBA draft. And he ain't had to go to Nike, Adidas, Coach K, Syracuse, North Carolina. Again, 
grade geometry class about being a professional basketball player. Zero. This is 2019 going to 2020. This is business every day of the week. All these youth programs, all these AU programs all across the country, everybody making money off of these kids. And so, like I said, I speak on behalf of the family and the kids. If you don't like it, don't watch. But do not, again, like we did back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, expect you to care about what your opinion is when it comes to our bodies and our actual careers because it don't make any sense for us to do that. That's all facts right there. That's all facts. And I and and I and you make and, and you make a great point about Lamelo. Like, for I talk to people that live overseas, that's from overseas, been playing sports overseas from young, from youth. They got sports academy. They're not told they got to go to college. They actually go to a sports academy at a young age, become a pro around 13, 14 years old, and nobody bats an eye. But Americans are saying, "Hey, go to this college because you need an education." And people, why why do people go to college to Make sure they can make more money. If you can make money without going to college, nobody's going to college. That's it. That's it. So you, the, people always say, well, if you're good enough, just go to the pros. The kids can't. It's, it's taking out the equation. Yeah, it's taking out the equation. So for folks to say, oh, you just need to do this, you just need to do that, how about you just worry about yourself? Like, why are you worried about if I'm getting, if I'm, if I'm making money off my likeness when you, you own your name as a regular student? And if you're a scholarship student, as an academic scholarship student, then you live, you really living in life because you get the best of both worlds. We let people fool us with cliches and tradition and things of that sort, and we run with it. Exactly. We run with it. Who did this, where did tradition come from? Huh? Where did tradition come from? Who made tradition? Is exactly. Yeah, tradition. <laughs> No, nah, I'm good. Tradition. I'm a traditionalist. No, you just used to one way, and you you scared of change. It's no different than like. And I was talking about this for y'all called a forty man out of slave in the book. The best chapter to me was talking about horse racing and jockeys and and the slaves and how they started training the horses and how they gave them land. And then once they realized that those jockeys became powerful because they could not only train the horses, they could ride the horses and they could breed them. They was like, whoa, wait a minute, let's take that power away from them. It's the, it's the conveyor belt. This is what this is. It's the conveyor belt. There's too many people out here that makes a living, a really great living, doing nothing. That's why I talk about the term scholarship. Keep it on you never heard a coach or a school to this day. You never will. Here, say, oh, you know what? These kids shouldn't get paid because they get a full scholarship. Tell them what the full scholarship is. Tell them how much it costs. Tell them how much you paid for the school. Yep. This kid came from backwoods, Louisiana. It's not even a four-year ride anymore. It's a year to year. It's year to year. It has to be renewed. And like I said, when the school takes in a little money, you got to understand the boost, they are 501c3, which means not for profit. But they're making trillions of dollars in profit. So when they say they're doing these kids a favor, please, there's those 85,000 people that buying hot dogs and T-shirts and parking passes and, and whistles and, and pamphlets and jerseys. Ain't nobody there to watch their coach walk up down that sideline. Hey, but here's, here's, here's my and, and, and here's, here's my thing. Wouldn't, wouldn't the people who pay for all those hot dogs and people who buy those replica jerseys with a number on there without the name, wouldn't they want the athlete to, to get his just due for his likeness? Like, are you comfortable? And that's the, that's the truth. 
So that's, the leg is falling off, you can't come out because you saw a place you can't see that. It's a gladiator mentality, boss. That's why I said again, when it comes to boxing, are you not entertained? MMA, you get hit in the head all day long. They'll cheer you all day. You'll be the champion all the way through. But you box like Floyd. But you box like Floyd Mayweather. You run. You, you a like chicken. You get yourself made, and that's again. That's not that's not Floyd's problem. That's the best business. How Bob Arum and Don King do what they did to Mike Tyson. They say, "Oh, what a sad case." I remember Mike. Man, please keep your memories. Give me that check. I, I just I just had this argument in school today. I said that our messed up mentality cripples us on. Every different level where it comes to someone else making more money off us. You can even look at the rap game. The rap game has changed so much. I was breaking down how we got these rappers who are our age, the JVs and the guys that are older and stuff who are making all this money who have the longevity. Then you look at the guys today, the mama rappers. And I broke it down to the guys. I'm like, man. Being a mama rapper, when, when you're someone who takes out the skill from it, the talent, the craft, now you're replaceable. So when you want to come to the table and want to cry about what you're worth, they can just replace you every single time because what you're doing is easy for anybody to do. And that's the control they want to always have in everything to where you're just replaceable. Now, when you come into this thing with people knowing their worth and they're not just replaceable, these coaches got to do even more to recruit now. You see what I'm saying? Hey, that's true. Hey. Coach, because again, you look at the championship teams right now, the four and five stars are all at Clemson, um, Alabama, Notre mm-hmm. Dame. Um, and it was the other one, Ohio State, Ohio State, in Georgia. That's where every single one of them match. No telling but coaches. No, it's those kids that they go in there with the same money as the kids before them that they made those universities to get the bigger weight rooms and the programs, only to have these kids end up broke and right back again and do the same thing all over again, showing that facade. That ain't got nothing to do with no coaching. And why is that was it wasn't the case and why Jim Hurts leaving some a summer is about to be a um a Heisman trophy winner mm. in and a first round pick. And a first round pick after he left Alabama. Isn't that amazing? He outplay he's outplaying it's amazing he leaving outplaying Tua right now. No, it's not. No, but as I'm saying, like this is one thing Nick didn't want. Like Nick Nick I mean people don't know ain't nobody bringing that heat because it's Nick Saving. But any other coach would catch heat that he's about to throw to under the mean um Jalen under the bus. That's why he made that change when he did. He didn't want to take no responsibility. So when this last year when he lost, he was blaming the coaches that left. They wasn't prepared. Nick Saban did the same thing when he was in Miami when he ran out of there from college. That man don't don't coach. He don't like to take responsibility for nothing. But he'll he'll, he'll put that coach little bottle on his counter. Hey, hey, hold on. Say that again. Say that again. He'll do what? Why is he putting that Coke bottle there? Because he's getting profits off of it. He's selling that, and everybody knows. Because he own what he own. What, 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 right what does he own? What, what does he own? He own his likeness, right? He own Nick Saban.com. Nick Saban LLC. Nick Saban, I do without. Yeah, but but his quarterback that's throwing all those passes don't own nothing. His scholarship. He don't even own a scholarship. Tradition, tradition is being lied to by the universities, lied to 
by these coaches, lied to by the NCAA, signing documents that you don't understand. All these things in business get you broke, get you get you depressed, get you hurt. This is what goes on in, 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 in inside of trading and all these different things go on in the real world. This is what college sports is. Not even college high school. There's a $68 million facility in Katy, Texas. Ooh. Who do you think paid for that? Ooh. Who do you think paid? So when people say, oh, what about the kids in high school? If they had generated revenue and every Friday night mm. put 40,000 people in there mm. for a kid who may not even see the college field, that coach, that university, I mean, that, I mean, that, that program, that state is bringing all that money in, Absolutely. You understand again, only one or two of these kids ever really gonna see some money. But yet they're making money off of all of them. Check this out. That'll break so many kids. I'm gonna tell you right now. The toughest uh, time in a young man's life is the teenage stage where you trying to make some money or decide if I'm gonna stay out here coming to practice. Yeah, I'm good. Everybody know I'm the man, but this ain't bringing me no money. Bro, that happened to my little brother, bro. Like you had 16 sacks in like three and a half games, like, but you weren't bringing him no money. He's like, man, forget that. He running to the streets. And and his life went the street path because high school, he couldn't, he couldn't make no money off his likeness or nothing like that because you'd be ineligible for uh, college. That's that's the the so it ain't about saving lives. That's the whole point. That's what they use. They use the poor kids that's out there in the street to make it seem like they changed, they saved you. Again, if you're talking about commerce, talking about business and capitalism, when you're actually doing something to provide something for somebody else, you should be rewarded for what you do. And don't tell me again, tell me one player, again, including Barry Alvarez, that one player, Hodge, one of the phones you played uh, college sports, I did as well. I'm a, I'm a CEO of a company, I run out managed other companies. Nothing I did in college towards my degree is actually the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm, say it loud. Say it loud. Any, any athlete that's worth nothing, I'm saying the two deep, the two deep means for those who don't know your audience, the two deep is when you go to college, I tell you to rephrase this question earlier. Any player that's a two deep player in a, in a basketball and football, when they go to that school, that conversation is had between that coach and that organization and that AD is that you are there to get me to the professional sport. Period. That is the first and only conversation that matters to these kids. So anybody that say something different is lying through their teeth. And any coach that tells you they're not coming in and they're not selling that to these kids, even though they lie to them and they do what they got to do after the fact, to get that bonus for that recruiting star, to get that bonus to put that kid in that in that knitting class. Go get kid gets a B in that knitting class. You get another bonus for his academic grade, even though that class don't do nothing. He's drawing. It's a class at the University of Michigan. You actually meditate, meaning your job is to sit there and it's a credit class, three credits, and you fall asleep. Your assignment falls is right about your dream. When you're talking about something that you don't know or don't understand, that's why I say I'm tired of explaining to people. I'm not asking you guys. The reason why these things are happening is people like myself are saying that we should have been getting paid. People may be happy about likeness and image. I'm not happy about that because that belongs to you the day you were born. What I need is what my body says and what I put out there. So what I put out, I get in, and vice versa. So if you got a coach, like I said, can win zero games and, and get fired or make millions and leave another job, then why in the world you got a problem with a kid that's sitting outside 16-hour days going to some rinky-dink, un, uneducated classes to act like he's sitting in doing something, wear some apparel to make other people sign and sing fight songs that don't do nothing to take care of him and his family? How is that educational? 
Yo, it's a it's a person that, that responded to me showing the Florida rep proposed bill. They said, overall, this is not good. A minimal stipend might be realistic due to the time sacrifice athletes make, but that's it. If it's determined that a scholarship is not valuable, then let's just have a draft. They always throw that scholarship in there. No, but no, but that's it. No, no, no. Pay the players and decide they want to go to class. That's my point. Yep. Because I don't understand what the class is. Ain't no class. They ain't, they ain't no real class. Just wasting our time. <laughs> so yeah, just take us the money and let us decide. And you can go to that class for nothing. Mm. You can go sell the hot dogs and the pamphlets. Because we generating the revenue. So mm. we generating the revenue, we decide what we want to do. You don't decide for us, and that's where this is going. So even saying that statement like that again, you haven't played. You can't play. You could. You would be in a position to understand what we're talking about. But you're not. You're saying you, you're trying to put yourself in the same position as an actual athlete. You cannot. And until athletes and, and their representation, their true representation, like I said, it's never been coaching. It's never been a university. It's never been an NCAA. But those who don't know and understand, I know you asked the question of the amount about can the NCAA stop this? The NCAA has no bearing over the states of each one of these states. These states. What the NCAA has is that they have a relationship with a university, that committee, and they all decided to go in together. It's like joining a fraternity. They went in and they paid their dues yeah. to agree together to oversee each other. That ain't got nothing to do with the state. The only reason why I took this long because the state and people don't really know what goes on in the sports world. That's why all this FBI stuff is going the way it is. They have no idea. I, I, I really believe it. I believe it took this long because they able to, to break bread under the table to these people. Like, yeah, look, I'm saying they don't, but they never knew. Nobody, I mean, even to this day, in my job, what I do now, my eyes around UVA still. And there's so much stuff that goes on in sports business and sports athletes going back to high school that is never graced the ESPN 30 for 30. Mm. You think broke is going? You think broke is a big deal? Please, man. <laughs> he said, please. Please. This ain't educational. You know what some of these coaches say to these kids? You come on, we'll be tough. Like, you'll be tough. It's going to break these kids and drive them to drink and smoke so they can take this stuff. Take them opioids. single idea. Uh, if you're responsible for his insurance, 
sport, this rookie dick, nobody type of game that you guys got, name you made up, the, the Popeye's Invitational. Um, <laughs> y- 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 y'all building their business. And they giving your kid a fake of an all-star piece of paper and a, and a plastic trophy that he got off of Amazon for 99 cents at the dollar. This is pro sports from day one. And if you start that route, parents thinking that your kid is going to be in the league because some coach is going to tell you that. And you start paying that way. This is what this is. Nick Saban, all that money he's getting, he ain't team recruiting math. He pay all these dudes under the table. All these dudes that end up going broke. They should be in Alabama. It's his guys that he was there before. They ain't gotten enough to do anything else. They used to be in the NFL. Out the league in four years. Give them a couple thousand dollars. Send them back to the high school in the middle of the hood and SEC. And then get you to drive those same new kids right back to Alabama. And found out how Julio Jones and Amari Cooper left Florida and ended up in Alabama. So nobody went after that question. Hey, I, I, I talk <laughs> to fans every single day, bro. And I'm going to tell you who dislike me more than anything right now uh, around a lot of these parts. And we all used to be tight. These little league football coaches. Exactly. Because, because, I'm, because I'm telling the fans the truth about it. All these coaches swear, man, ain't no money in Little League football, man. We we, we throwing away money. We, we taking money out of our own houses. You mean to tell me somebody going to go every single day? Don't get me wrong. I love kids, bro. I help any kid that need any help. I will teach the game to anyone. That's, it's your job to pass it on. But, bro, I've been figured out how these guys making money with these kids. Football, Little League football is a billion dollar industry. Mm. $15 billion industry, actually. $15 billion. That's youth. Damn. And, and, yeah, and um, basketball for the AAU. So, like yeah. I said, you can find anybody that can pick up a couple uh, rubber bands and say they're going to do some weight training with your kid. And uh, one of your, your, your listeners said, why roll tie? Why bring up Alabama? Because that's what the, the media try to use that to control the kid's narrative and thought process. When they want to talk about what you want to strive to do and what you want to be, realities again, you gotta understand it. If, if a guy who never did what you can never do what you do can MF you all day long, and yet you gonna put millions of dollars in his pocket and in that state university's pocket, and you be like it's okay, that's a problem. Yes. You, you're actually conditioning my mind to think it's okay that something that I do that you can never do. And like I said, Jalen Hurts is a perfect example. Like you basically took him out the game. You, you're 26 and two. You didn't want to take responsibility for what you coach is going to do. You put two in, and this man leaves in one summer as a Heisman Trophy contender ahead of the guy you got there now. Well, it's one thing. One thing I can say about this situation is the quarterback position is one position. It's not two positions to be able to play more than one person. So, because I believe both of the kids are good, you know, I believe Tua is a good football player. So is Jalen. So. You know what I'm saying? To me, him going to Oklahoma and doing well, it's not a surprise to me. And I don't look at it as a knock towards Alabama. You know what I'm saying? I'm but, about the kid's ability to basically make money and revenue and how Nick Saban on any coach university when they act like they in your best interest will toss you away. So going back to, like I said, I try to stay on business on point on subject. When I have an opportunity, a window when sports to get money to get paid for whatever I do, it's a short-term window. And yeah. because Nick Saban don't want to get accused of or know that he ain't doing what he's supposed to do. You just decide all of a sudden he's talking away like the trash that you think that I am. That's the reason why these kids need to be paid for what they do. Because these schools do this every day of the week. Yeah. This window is short. So I'm not and, 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 and I think they should go further 
So, and some of us was there only three because you leave early to go pro. Some of us there only four and some red shirt and be there five. Whatever your window was, they should look at the revenue of the school dealing with that sport and that's the part of the money that you get a certain percentage of. Yeah. That is hey, not hey, a real hey. going back to the numbers. Can you tell and again I know these things, I'm asking anyway for for everybody in the audience. When people say scholarship, do you guys know actually what a scholarship consists of like dollars? That's what I'm trying to say. It's not actual dollars. It's not exactly. <laughs> so when people keep saying that, again, it's just disgusting because the reality is you're not paying a dime. Again, the financial aid, the dollars that do come in, the dollars come from the government yeah. and the taxpayers. That's why you have in-state, out-of-state tuition. Mm. One, of your, one of your viewers right now who said that you bet a kid would go to Alabama. She said, well, it's a kid that actually went to HBCU instead of going to Alabama because he don't feel like holding a clipboard. Hey. But but if I could just answer, so Jeremy Jeremy actually helps my point when when you got fans who saying now the recruiting would be slanted, California gonna get all the kids. He just helped me because I said people still gonna choose where they want to go because no different than the facilities argument. Like you got kids who could have went to I could have went to Florida over UVA. Florida facilities was better. Everything was better at Florida, but I went to UVA. Like it's still gonna be the kids' decision. That like that, you know what I'm saying like. Of that 
according to the era that they was there. Now, I don't think they should get a check for that until they're done playing school ball to their eligibility is up. I'm going to tell you why I say that. Because I believe the amount that you get should be determined if you go pro or not also. If you got a guy that goes pro, I think his money should be divided up back into the go yeah, back to what the pro. What makes you pro? Because you call it the NFL pro? talk about the so the woman piece that, that that jay was talking about and the equal pay this is what i and i've been saying this about the WNBA players like you're not gonna get paid what the men get paid just try to fight for the same percentages that they get because you don't drive in the same revenue as the men exactly. focus on the percentages and your cba and how you get paid based upon what your sport bring in because it's a slippery slope and what WNBA players got to realize is that it's revenue driven. Everything is revenue driven. Everything. Everything. They're not even putting the same product out there, and that's not a slight. But that's product. what I'm saying. I ain't even going. I ain't even going to take shots. I'm just saying, just look at your books, look at your TV contracts, and try to get the percentages up. Like, cause you're not going to get what the men get. The men, come on, man. We we see what it bring in. It's no different than. Well, Exactly. Gonna get that money. It ain't gonna work like that. I'm sorry. It- Set. 
So again, I take the the, the, the personal side of it again. And that's why I said we, us, or former athletes, and athletes in general, and I, I really speak on this topic so tough based on the parents. Because I don't want people, and I did a post the other day because somebody put another video out there about how parents need to step aside. I'm like, the next time I hear somebody tell a parent who spent money, thousands of dollars, putting this kid, mom carrying this kid nine months in their womb, to tell them how they need to raise their kid and what they need to do when it comes to sports and how they want to basically help develop their kid, they can go kick a boulder, not a run. That's why I mentioned the metal ball. I'm like, at the end of the day, I don't agree with the how he operates, but if you're talking about you got two kids two. that haven't been locked up, that's a top five in the NBA, and they ain't got to pay all their dividends and money and percentages to all these other people. That's the point. That's why the mainstream media never really talk about that. And they're not even going to give dude credit for life. They don't have to <laughs> give credit. You know why? They don't need to. Because that's the point. It's like, they don't give me credit for what I did. Yeah, what, right. I'm, what I'm saying is, People can't even see, like, I, I've been a LeVar Ball fan from day one. Folks used to be tough on me about that. Yep, they but were. I'm, I'm, happy to see, I'm happy to see the stance that he took. It, it's starting to make waves in a lot of different areas. Look at this. With, with this stuff with the NCAA and all that, like, I ain't saying that LeVar Ball got no, on the with No, he did. He did. No, he did. GBA and the G League and yep. the stuff that I'm doing, like I said, all this stuff is factoring in. Yes, factoring in. Because kids don't have to do what these people tell them to do. We allow them to tell us what we want to do and read contracts and understand what the actual business or what the actual responsibilities are. That man's showing a whole lot of different routes. He not only showed a different route, like um, standing up to the Nikes of the world and stuff, he showed the colleges and everything. Y'all ain't going to tell me what y'all going to punish my boys and do all this. Like, I'm. Like exactly. Who told him to take him to China? Who told him to take my son to China when he was supposed to get an education? Mm. You were selling my son at a UCLA jersey mm. to be a next recruitment class. He did something like a kid would do, and then he got he the one got caught up and, and, and put in trouble for that. But the school doesn't know about that. Michigan right now, they about to say, oh, you know what? Jim Harbaugh take the kids to South Africa. The kid, kids can't go for Christmas. Mm. Going to Rome. So you can get your grandkids uh, baptized by the Pope. And you say that's education. Come on, man. That's team? No. That's, that's you using these kids for what they are to try to sell what you want, do what you want a person to do. And kids have been quick to say, okay, yes, for the team for so long. And again, they never pan out the way people say it is. I, all I want, Amari, you, you, anybody that's on there, you go find one person. I said, besides Myra Roll. And Myra Roll, again, <laughs> when he did do what he did, his education, he got shunned by the actual football league. That's a fact. That's Yo, a fact. The one guy that actually did what he needed to do education wise, despite that, and told that, he got kicked out of the NFL, basically. Yeah. Mm. He wasn't that bad. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. He should have been in the NFL. Exactly. He got a six figure, second, seven figure job not playing football with his faculties intact. There's not another player on this planet that ever can say that. That they got making six or seven figures for going to college and playing a sport, and they actually get it from basically um, um, going to class. Yeah, hey, but I'm gonna say his route is second to none, though. Like, you don't hear that much. Hey. No, you won't, but that's the point. But he's he still working like everybody else. He ain't making the money the players made, like AD done lost. He ain't him a genius right now who calling ab a genius oh, is he still a genius 
Cause he gotta be A B. All he know how to do is be is A B. Exactly. And that's that that comes from this whole entertainment thing, like I said before. So there's too much entertainment, not enough business. Too many guys out there thinking that, you know, watching the program or, or any given Sunday and hey. like that stuff is cool. Nah, bro. They, no, hey. no, no, they think no. they Mac out here. You see this shoe? It says it D. We didn't have a choice in 2009. No. The league shut down. We didn't have a choice. No. We had to start that know, year. You know what well, that was? That was some of the players who didn't know the business and let Jerry and them dudes get in there. Yep. And then they turn around and say, oh, yeah, we're going we're to make the league better. Then they show you got to take a pay cut. And some other guys in your life how corporate America works again. Again, it's all about leverage. Once again, Jerry Jones, John Elway, uh, Arthur uh, Blank. Arthur Blank. Shut it down. Because they didn't want to leave. Because they just didn't want to leave. They wanted to shut it down so they like, didn't quit. They wanted all the money. They yeah. Said, you don't want you paying money to put just Rottles, Power, and tickets. We don't want you paying for the Georgia Force when it's act like that. Yeah. Nah. We need guys to come in on your off day. When we got, when we got Julio down or Calvin down, we need guys to come and leave their job at Best Buy with their college degree to come out here and work out for two weeks and leave their lease. But we can't do that. They in the arena don't want to leave. That's why I mentioned about Aaron Garcia the other day. I'm like, ain't nobody took a hit like Aaron Garcia. Don't talk to me about no player safety. That's a fact. That dude was a human pinata. Like, yeah. ain't nobody I ever seen walking the face of the earth to this day got hit like that, man. I wonder what the hell Aaron doing right now. He's in California somewhere. Hopefully he's talking right and walking right. Yeah. Because, like I said, you already know. But at the same time, but when California did what they did, and all of a sudden you think it's coincidence that Texas is passing a bill in New York. Everybody knows that this is money. 
And the moment that one state says they're going to move ahead and move forward, and those kids, these kids, four stars and five stars, they, they go to school for, for team spirit, you're crazy. They're going to get paid. <laughs> Tim Tebow. And they do, if you left out in the cold saying, I'm not going to do it, then you're going to be losing and you're going to coach going to be fired. You won't sell those tickets, those jerseys, those TV cameras will not show up. Those, those TV networks say sorry, and we're going elsewhere. Tim Tebow those style. That's it. So New York, Pennsylvania, Florida, and Texas right now. Mind you, think about those four states. Ohio's probably going to be next. And once that happens, it's all she wrote. NCAA is done. All right, man. But look, man, we got to we got to go ahead and close this one down. We done been on an hour. Um, Ooh, I was passionate about that one. Yeah, I, I had to make sure I got y'all on live, man, because Blog Talk Radio was acting up, so I'm going to have to make a change. It's two days in a row that switchboard's been down. I can't afford that. So I got to go to green the pastures. But <laughs> you, can't, you can't afford that, man. This is probably going to be the best sports seed we have known how long? Because the NBA still on the yeah, way. Yeah, NBA still on the way. <laughs> and we just. And, and this is going to be a good year. I, I haven't seen this type parody throughout the NBA, and I don't know how long. Bro. We just got through the first quarter of the season, you know, full game. So, yeah, man, we it's, it's revving up. College football is in full fledged fashion right now. So. And before I go, players and families, if you're listening, Invest in yourself, not the industry. Understand what you're getting into. Read those documents. If you don't understand what that is, go find somebody that knows what they're talking about legally. Pay the couple coins. You'll, it'll pay off in the long run. Injuries, your schools, you get hurt, get injured. Take care of yourself. Get right. Do not sit there and act like that. What you're going to do is not going to ramifications long term. If your goal is to play a professional sport, then you got to start thinking and acting like a professional from day one. Because outside of that, these people are going to let you do whatever you can to make sure they feed their family. Mm. You better remember that when you're trying to feed yours. So that's you all go. I got to say on My that. My man, Robert T. Green, man. He always on point. Rock, what you got, man, before we get up out of here? Uh, how can I follow behind that, man? <laughs> hey. Hey, that's all Thank I need. Thank you for coming out. God bless you. There we go. Man. That's all we got for y'all, man. Appreciate y'all, homies. All right, man, that's it. So I told you, man, I adapt and make it work. I just had them call by cell phone. The uh, blog talk radio switchboard was down. I think, it, you know, like I said, I think it was just a change for me to go ahead and switch to a to another company, man. Blog talk been good for me, what, three years now? So um, I can't afford for their switchboard to be dropping and things of that nature. So I'm, 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 I'm on the lookout for a new switchboard. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Um, that'll make sure I, I go to a company that can have a bunch of callers on all at once. That's one thing about Blog Talk that I did. Like, man, I have up to 25 callers on at one time, and it was bananas. But we're going we're gonna to keep the party jumping, man. So, yeah, man, y'all be easy, good, enemy, a great, be great in everything that you do. Stajujuice.com if you want to shut the hell up, Juice of Pearl, man. Still Wahoo Wah. We took an L to Notre Dame. This podcast is not affiliated with UVA Athletics, so I don't want anybody that hear foul language or anything te- uh, emailing caller or anybody because they don't pay for this. This is mine. I just do recaps for the university, but they don't pay me. So I want people to, to make sure they remember that because they love to email folks and say, look at the language he's using on his podcast. Keyword, my podcast. Mine. That I fund through my sponsors. I find. They don't cut checks for this. So I just want to make sure while we 
talking about college pay to play. They don't pay me for this podcast. So y'all got to, you folks out here that, you know who I'm talking about, how y'all be moving. And y'all think I don't see the emails y'all send the folks. I see them. How old are y'all? Stop being a square all your life. But yeah, man, we out here. Kyle, appreciate you, man. B. Lee, appreciate you. Anybody else that's chiming in, appreciate you. If you haven't already, make sure you go check out the recap I have for Notre Dame. I have my man Kurt Bankert with me. So you go to Apple Podcasts. It's available there. You go to anchor.fm. Just search the Ballhawk Show podcast. Um, it's not on Spotify anymore because the ad started taking over, so Spotify zapped it. It's on YouTube. Just go to Ballhawk Show podcast on YouTube. Kurt Ben Kurt weighing in on the offense, what he saw versus Notre Dame, and also – when he played in the offense, definitely, definitely enjoy it. I mean, it's got over a thousand downloads in a day. It broke a record. So everybody's tuned in. They really enjoyed him. He played for the Atlanta Falcons now. He's on IR. He tore ligaments on his big toe. So he talked to me and joined the show after his rehab. And it was a dope, dope episode, man. I just let him rock out and, and just discuss when he played in the offense and what he's been seeing. So that's what it is, man. And, uh, Always stay tuned because you never know when I'm going to just drop a 10, 15-minute episode just discussing a hot topic, man. I'm not always going to come on Facebook before I drop an episode. Sometimes I do recorded ones. I just get to the people. I consider those like bonus episodes. But I try to stay active and try to make sure people got something to listen to all the time. I'm trying to get a, you know more and more of my homies to come on like a barbershop field and talk about the bowl games and practices here at UVA, just a real laid-back feel. It will be some profanity when they talk because we grown. So that's what it is, man. Y'all be easy. And uh, one love, man. Peace. I want the whole world spin my record. Cheryl, the hood of stars, check game, stay free records. Ho! Shorty girl, fed the death and I'm massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a city hip, I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I'm massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I come and do about a whole kind of large. I be massaging. I be massaged. I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging. Yeah, I post some constantly massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch croaker fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Put out the ghetto, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. Or even gold teeth, I massaging. A pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million dollars, I be massaging. I got ten dollars, I be massaging. I got a thousand dollars, I be massaging. I got twenty two cents, and be massaging. I took a penny, and be massaging. I said, shorty girl, fetch, I be massaging. Your big cute, I be massaging. I be massaging, I be massaging. I got a GPS stern with massaging. Whole shed road chain be massaging. I got a Uzi, I be massaging. I got a 12 gauge pump, I massage. I got a hundred thousand, I massage. Ain't broke, I be massaging. I stay paid, I be massaging. I stay late, I be massaging. I hit the poop, all night cause I'm massaging. She wanna come through loaded and massage. Whole cheese. 
we massage. Bad new party costly massage. Ain't no joke, I be massaging. Even the bacon and eggs, I be massaging. Huh? Polo shirts, Santo Adidas, I be massaging. I love you, sweetie cake. Spin my record, let me give you the game. Oh, how to get rich. Take a penny and flip a penny. The 40 billion. Huh? Why? I be massaging. What? Car stern wheel. I be massaging. The whole, the whole label of the state free records in the VA. Oh, we be massaging. Let's have a money shot. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.